worshipped, who is excited to be in his presence. I'm always excited and it's such a wonderful time today. I'm looking forward to more than last week. Hallelujah. Did we enjoy our week? How did our week go? Well, it's a new week, right? But let's say from Monday to today is Monday now, yeah. How did it go? For those of us that we didn't see on um, on Sunday, you are welcome to church. Welcome your neighbor to church. It's good to be in his presence again. And online, if you are watching us, you are welcome to church. Thank you for coming. Thank you for joining in. practice what we learned last week. How many? I'm sure one of the things we learned is how to speak your love language. And that most of the time you are not the one speaking your own love language. When you are responding to people, you speak their love language. They speak your love language. So there won't be friction. Hallelujah. Let's just say, oh, she doesn't love you, doesn't love you. They love you, but probably they are mis miscommunicating. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are still on essentials of relationship, and communication is one of it, and that's why we digress, really, to um, love language. There is really more to love language, the act of service, time, quality time, right? Um, words of affirmation, that's another thing. I've seen people, they will go all out. The reason why they are really working 24-7, they just want to say, oh, wow, you've done so well. For example, my son, after that, oh, mommy, I did this. He said, oh, okay. Said, no, mommy, you didn't say well done. You didn't say, you didn't say, especially myself, you say, mommy, you didn't say, wow, well done. That's good. I'm like, I'm not surprised you're doing, you know, writing me. I'm not surprised you're doing it, but okay. It looks like this guy's love language is words of what? Affirmation. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is so good. Cool, you oh, wow, this is very excellent. You mean you did this? Say, yeah, wow, you're a champion. Then, uh -huh, you know, there's that feeling of satisfaction and that, oh, mommy loves me. Do you understand? So, you can imagine that's a child because he's been able to um, understand what he wants and then he's making a demand, placing a demand. But for some of us, because we are old, like we are older, we are no longer children. So the next thing is, are you not supposed to know in the first place? You know? Instead of you to be direct with your communication, I was doing that, you're supposed to know what I mean now. The guy is not an angel, he's not even the Holy Spirit to know what is inside of you. So whatever it is that you mean, you should do what? You should say. There is this saying that says that most women nag, like they, they nag. Is it true? That nagging is, is attached to women. Some people are looking at each other here. That nagging is attached to women. Is it true? <laughs> Some people are affirm I'm a woman here. Yeah. <laughs> but really, most of them say, Well, woman, you're nagging. But I've seen men who nag. So that really brought that that really brought me to a conclusion or to the inference, basically, that um, nagging is not gender-based. Okay, 
is a quality, is, is a character default somewhere, somehow, that borders around assumption, that borders around expectation that you don't wait for time to create that change. I've been telling you this time now. This is meant to do it. I've seen it everywhere. So that's one of the things that would bring about nagging anyway. Assumption. So instead of nagging and all of that, be open. So that will bring us to the first topic we'll be discussing today, and that is open to, to be open in communication, openness. Is someone with me? You know, you've heard that relationship communication is key, is the key that opens the door to any heart. So you must be able to communicate. And how do you communicate well? One of it is openness. You must be open with your communication. And when we are talking about open, for example, look at that door is open. It's not closed. Anybody can um, easily walk in, right? And anyone can go out. You don't have to look for the key to open it. That's just the way with relationship. When you are solid on communication, you can easily go to that person. You can easily say, oh, this person knows me. This is what is happening here. This is what I'm doing. This is what is wrong. This is, this is. you are vulnerable to that person. I want to ask you, how many people are you vulnerable with? Now, it's not about boyfriend, girlfriend now. Listen. I'm talking about friendship. Remember, it's essentials of what relationships. And this is a basic thing that works for any other relationship. It works for every relationship. Openness. You, can't want, you don't want to see a counselor and then you have some things you're hiding. I can't want to help you as a counselor. And maybe you're not fine. And then I'm calling. I said, oh, how are you? I'm fine. Are you sure? But you don't look. I'm fine. I'm fine. I will pack my load because you are fine. And me, I will collect the money you paid me. Thank you very much. So you that you want to take answer, you must be ready to what? To talk. You must be ready to be open. To be, in fact, before you get to that, that means you say, I, I need somebody to just help me out. It's like you're going to the doctor. And the doctor said, how are you? You're fine. So why are we going to see the doctor in the first place? Even the way I'm doing, the way I was turning my eyes, the doctor is supposed to know that I have a headache. How will he know? Many different people respond to headache different ways, right? They respond different, so, so just that way. For example, yesterday I had um, my little girl, she's have, she had uh, a pre-birthday photo shoot. Um, my baby girl, my big baby girl. So I had to be around also. And, but yesterday I needed rest because I, I had not slept for a lot of hours for the past 48 hours and all of that. So while moving around, while trying to smile, in the midst of it, it was as if my head was taken out of my body and somebody was just knocking it like this. Because I had serious headache. But I was just trying to smile. And then, children, come. You know, I just trying to, will you arrange yourself? Will you snap it? But my head was ding, ding, ding. Now, with what I put up, people around will not know if I didn't tell them that, guys, <laughs> my head is like they are pounding yam right now. Do you understand? If I didn't say it, because just physically, you will not know. So that same way, when it comes to relationship, relationships that you are relating to each other beyond your physical um, 
beyond the physical. It's like you're connecting your soul. And this kind of relationship you can even find with Jonathan and David. Are you with me? They are both married and not, but they had this advantage that their souls were connected to each other. They loved each other very well. And that's the kind of love even Jesus wants us to have with each other. He said, now I call you what? I call you friends in the book of John. He said, love each other as what? As I have loved you. So there's no greater love than a man that, that, that a man will have for his friend and to lay down what is life. So the relationship that you have around, how do you relate with people? Do you have covenant friends? Do you have friends when you're going the wrong way, they will tell you, come, no, 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 guy, you, you're going the wrong way. That's not it. It doesn't have to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend that will do that. Or maybe because you're looking for a friend, then you just have to, oh, I just need, I need someone to love me. You, you, that you need someone to love. Who do you love? Who have you shown love? Who are you being candid with, open, vulnerable with? Who have you actually stand in the gap for, even prayed for? There's a lot, Jonathan, I hope you understand Jonathan and David. Jonathan is the son of Solo. And Saul was after David's life. Yet Jonathan did not betray that friendship. So one another essential of religion is loyalty. But it can do you understand? There are a lot of things that stems from communication, open communication, openness in your relationship. In 1 Samuel chapter 18, verse 1 to 5, it was even recorded that Jonathan gave a lot of things to David. His belt, his arrow, his, he gave him everything he had to that extent. What can you give to people? When people are naked, can you cover them? When people tell you they are secrets, what do you do? Do you keep secret a secret? A secret is meant to be kept secret. Yeah, guy, I want to just help me out. I don't know. Like, oh, Rara, yes, you're a person. People came to tell me yesterday, oh, and then someone is being vulnerable, being open. What do you make of it? Obviously, this person needs help. And I tell you, this is the help we all need, all of us. At some point, Jesus needed it. All the disciples, they were, they deserted him. He was all alone till when he got on the cross. He was, ah, uh -huh. even if everyone started me, Father, why has that word forsaken me? He needed it. Everyone, if Jesus would need a companion, if he would, if he would need someone to be with him, how much more we? You can't do the journey of life alone. It would be too lonely. We are created for relationship and we need to understand that. So I want us to look around the circle of our friends that we have. Is it the social media friend that we have? Hey, party me, how are you? What's up? But the way everything is done, like everybody will just hold on to their phones. People are closer to people on phones than people than physical people now. Before you know it, if no one is there and all that, and no one is leading. Everybody will just bring out their phone. Hey, what's up? Hi. Yeah. And you that you are beside one, you, you 
not even met each other. I think we need to we need to do another hangout, right? It's another special program. Let's unwind. Let's talk. Let's just let's be friends. Amen. I think we need more of more of that program. Being real with each other. It's beyond the face value. Real relationship is beyond the what? The face value. It's beyond that. It's practically deeper than that. Openness in relationship. And that is what will bring me to one thing that a lot of people seem to want to avoid. And that is marry your friend. You expect a stranger to come and say, whoa. Figure it is fat. Tall, dark, and handsome. Light-skinned. Nice set of teeth. White eyeballs. Straight legs like toothpick. You know, all the rhymes will just be... <laughs> and wow, our sense of dressing is top-notch. You know? It's so neat. He speaks fluently and you feel like licking his mouth when he speaks. And you wonder, you'll be looking. <laughs> oh my God. Amen. God help me. I'm married now. So I will not be giving you lines anymore. Because <laughs> some people are really picking the lines. Ah, yeah, correct. Or they will go and remodify it. They will just let's let's speak it the other way. But the friend that you have, that you are open to, okay, you you're, you're close, and he or she could call you in the middle of the night and say, please, can can you just I'm just bothered about this. Can you just pray with me about you? You are not seeing her. You are not seeing him. Even if he asks you like, uh, or if someone just asks you. Uh, are you, you guys, are you guys listening to me? Down, lie, lie. And it's the one you are vulnerable with. Uh. Now we say lie, lie, because you, you do not value what you see regularly. You know, familiarity. You made your familiarity to break your intimacy. You're already intimate. You're already like five and six. You know, you guys talk, but, but because something else is also lacking in another essential part of relationship, respect. You don't respect him more high anymore because you are close. No, when you say you can even hit the head. But body about to be busting me, Jare. You know, come here, your head. He's my guy, my guy. You don't know he's that guy you're supposed to marry. <laughs> eh? My G, yeah. My G, say of you and your G to walk down the aisle together with all the sleepless nights the times that you call him or her to pray with you, you know something that you can cry on his shoulder, you are vulnerable already, remember we are talking about essentials of relationship, communication and that has brought us towards respect self-respect and respect for each other so because you're familiar, you're likely to throw respect away yet intimacy is one of the keys to what to what good relationship so while you're on the mountain, fasting and praying, my husband, my wife, my husband, my wife, God, give me husband, God, give me wife. When they are calling that prayer point, oh my God, even on your list of is there, it has received promotion from one prayer list to the other, 
it has received invitation. You know, what can I pray with you about? You know, someone will just, well, is there anything you want me to do? Yeah, just pray with you for my life partner. You know, that's life. The life partner is with you, working life with you, around you, with you, day and night. And even the guy, maybe somehow it's crossed his or her mind, his mind, right? That he should ask you, just say, ah, please, do you know to go about it now? He likes you already. But you are like, mm-hmm. one day he just, you guys are just walking. It won't make it special. Maybe you're expecting um, blue, one of all these radicin blue or radicin or protea, or, you know, you just expect, uh, will you marry me kind of. And the guy just says, ah. can you imagine? Hey, I was looking at my sister yesterday. My sister just said that, ah. That you dating so and I said no. But well, she's good, and she can I said, oh. The guy is trying to push it to know if if I should ask, maybe the door will be open. Or they will be open. Just, uh, you better tell her there is nothing. You see your head. And the guy realized that I'm not even respected. The guy will just comport himself and start looking for someone else. Or something, the lady. She's trying to uh, let me see if he's even. He really likes me to get married to me, and then she just tries to say, ah, "Someone asks us and say, that person, um, you are friends now. What are friends for? I can always be there, you know." And then you just change the whole thing, and the lady will go sorrowfully. Then we later just things decide. After some days, ah, guy, you didn't even check up on me. No, just been quite busy and all of that, you know. Start realizing that ah, I've wasted my time sometimes like that but unfortunately you have bonded let me tell you one of the secrets to a very successful marriage husband and wife must be friends friendship first before you even ask each other out if you are not friends it's not going to work well and for me I think that is what is even helping my relationship my husband and I we are very very open we know when to come, when it's a pastor-pastor relationship, when it's a babe relationship, you know, we know when it's friend relationship. Can easily switch. Not that you define, okay, this time it's friendship now, this time it's pastor time. No, it's just, do you understand? So it's a relationship and it has really helped. So who are you friends with that you are wasting, you are wasting the friendship time away? <clears throat> Show me your friend, and I shall tell you how your marriage will look. (laughs) You need to be friends, really. You've heard some people that they will tell you that they don't even know that they will get married to this person, that they were just friends, or they met casually. Do you understand? That's how it should be. You're not expecting angel. See, these angels have a lot of work to do these days, don't you think? And then next time, open your eyes and see. Oh yeah, it is so 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 that the Lord has prepared for you. Yeah, expecting that winged cherubim to appear. Don't wait for too long. There's so many signs that you can easily pray about and say, God, is this person or your friends and all that? And God will, yeah, you're good to go. Because the fact that angel will appear to you, that, oh, this is your wife, this is your, does not mean you have 
nothing to work at. You must have something to work for. That's why some people say, eh, and I married him when we met in church. He was a Christian or is even a pastor. Said, yes, they have things to work on. The character integration. There are part of it that you must always look out for to intentionally work on. What are your perspectives about money? What's your perspective about prayer? What's your perspective about, about God himself? Yes, you met in the house of God, but you must both know if you're on the same page about God. On the same page about your families. About work, about job, about career. It's his own belief, full housewife. It's his own belief that I must build my career. You know, you must understand each other's gender. Like I said, respecting each other. Not violating your gender, not violating what you should be. And because it's the man, I'm the man, I'm this, I'm that. No. Or because you are the woman, this is the only thing you have to do. I just have to stay there and cook you, just keep bringing the money. Who says the channel of finance cannot be you? It can be anybody. Even during the ministry of just, we have women who actually help this ministry. Right? They did. They gave to the church. So how would they give if they were not working? Hallelujah. Let me so further. Where was I? As, what? Show me your friend and I will tell you you should marry. Do you have friends that you could rely on? Hallelujah. I spoke about respect. Then let's talk about trust. Do you trust this person? Um, when I want to talk about trust, I will likely talk a little also about um, let's see what, what to use. Your weaknesses. Can you trust this person with your weakness? You know, I've mentioned vulnerability. Now, when I say weakness, for example, maybe you're dating already now. You're in a relationship with this person. You're courting. And you have some topics you will talk about. Okay? Finance. How do you manage your finance? How do you see money? Do you understand? How do you handle money? Do you even save? Do you believe in investment, savings? Do you understand parenting? You talk about it. Then when it comes to um, sex, do you talk about it as well? A lot of people want to shy away from it, but I really want to talk about it. What are the things that will make your uh, intended partner or your partner to want to lose God? Will you be able to help them? For example, we've seen people, maybe probably during their courtship and all that, they will mistakenly say, oh, they didn't know, they fell into sexual sin, right? And why? Probably they didn't prevent certain things and because they did not communicate based on it. For example, if you are in a relationship and then it gets to a point where you talk about um, sex, I've given us some lowdown of how to avoid sex, right? How to avoid premarital sex, yes. Uh, talk now. Yes. Okay, don't be in private places. Questionable touches, questionable. Accountability partner. 
yes. Then question privacy, questionable touches, questionable talks, and questionable thoughts. Now, for someone that you know that, oh, maybe you want to pray together or you're somewhere that is still quite private. Before you even get there, it's easily, uh, sorry, easily you can talk about it at a very neutral place. But, uh, when it comes to sex, oh, I'm usually triggered, maybe by what I see. Then if this lady, probably she dresses anyhow, she will have to do what? Know how to cover up for your sake. Not, so I'm talking about helping each other now. Do you understand? Strengthening your weaknesses. Like did not, not being weak again. I'm usually triggered by what I see. So if this lady is someone that, maybe she doesn't mind, she does mini skirt, all those things. She's, she's like, oh, my partner was, is triggered by these things and we are on the same page of preventing premarital what sex so instead i would do what change my code of dressing for your sake so now this person is someone that you're already on tape and on should understand how to help you out and you must have been vulnerable enough to say oh these are the things that what that triggers me so both of you will find a way around it to what to prevent it what have you done all true from what I've said? Yes. What do you think you have done? What are the things you have achieved from what I've said? Maybe both of you just, oh, this is my weakness. This is how to go about it. And, you know, you just had the results. So what do you think you have done? You've prevented sin. Then you have helped to prevent the weakness. You have helped him or her not to fall. What the things you have done basically are the things I've mentioned. Open communication. You're already vulnerable to each other. Do you understand now? Then you respect each other's view. You're not saying, ah, no, don't worry, we'll pray about it. You are being realistic. So your true friends will be real what with you. It's not all the time you are faith, faith in it. In fact, with faith you have wisdom. They say, oh, okay, so how do we go about it? They say, ah, it triggers, no, no, pray, it's a demon. It's a demon that is making you to, 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 to feel, ginger, eh? Eh, to be triggered. There's one demon inside of you. Three days fasting and prayer. Let's pray. In his mind, is, uh, she's, she's trying to help. Do you understand? But that's not the way. The Bible says, flee appearance of what? Of evil. These are some of the tactics. These are the strategy to do. Even during while, while praying, you have strategy to do. You download strategy on how to go about things, and that's one of it. So she should be able to say, "Oh, darling, okay, oh, okay, okay. I, I will, I will adjust the way I dress. If that will help, and definitely it will do what it will help because he says that it's what he sees what triggers him. And for ladies, sometimes they are moved by what they hear." Oh, my baby, you're so loved. You're my, you're mine forever. And then the edge is turning already. She cannot sing. She has lost her senses. Only can you um, soften these words for now? Do you understand? I'm triggered and usually turned on by what I what I hear. So you as a man, you know that, oh, no, you don't have to be turning. You, you should not be torturing somebody you want to marry. Now, what kind of torture is that? See, I don't know. I just want to make you know that I love you. You know, you say, and that's when you say, talking in a sexy way on the phone. Emma Kobarain. I just want to show you love. You know, it's just love. 
sinner, I love you. And the lady cannot hold herself again. So once she, she is open, do you understand? You have the, you, you communicate everything. Amen. No strings attached. Sometimes it's more than strings. Then another thing is walking through disagreements. Do you leave disagreements unattended to? Okay, let's forget it. You can't, you don't forget. You have a brain. Let me tell you the power of your brain. Your brain never forgets. It's not like a phone that when once you delete, it's gone. If I now with internet now, you can retrieve some things, right? Put it on the cloud, it's there. They are trying to make all these things look like our brain. And that's the power God has given us. You can hardly forget. As long as far as you can remember. I'm sure some of us can remember some incident that happened when we were three years old. Four years old, five years old. We can remember if we go down what the memory lane. Or sometimes just something similar. Just, oh, I've, 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 I've had this experience before. Do you understand? I've seen this before. Your brain is there. You don't have to charge it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? So it's there. You don't have to charge. You don't have to do anything. It's, 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 it can get all these things. So we have this memory that the Lord God Almighty has given to us. So you hardly forget anything. So how do you plan to walk through disagreement? That's some of the essentials of relationship that you both have to talk about. Hallelujah. When you, you want to talk, working out disagreements, must you shout at each other? Let me tell you the psychology of shouting. Well, I'm off this call. Ah, it's, it's a course on its own, but I will shorten it. I'll try to shorten it. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, you know, Golan can hear me without the mic. psychology of shouting is this. I'll use microphone. Golaon, please, go to that place. Go. Go to that seat. Just sit down. He heard me, right? Now, the same tone I used to talk to you when I was talking to you. Golaon, please, go to that place. He heard me, right? to do what? Increase. I said, go on, go to the bank. He can't hear me from here. But if he was closer, he would hear me. Now, psychology of, of um, shouting is this, come. If I said, go on, go to the bank. And, like, with just tongue, go on, go to the bank. And he can, he could hear me, really. But he did not go to the bank. What do you think I would do? I will increase the thing. Go to the back. Why? Because I thought 
he did not hear me. And of course, he did not hear me. Or maybe he heard me, but he did not listen. And he did not want to do it. So he decided not to go. The psychology of shouting is that I think, psychology now, I think he did not hear me. And that's why he's not doing it. So I need to shout, to reintroduce, to emphasize, to say, whoa, I'm go to the back. So I will shout to let you know that I mean that word, going to the back in communication. Now, my darling will feel disrespected. Why are you shouting at me? At least I'm beside you. You're shouting. That's part one of it, though. You are shouting. And besides, why, why do you have to shout? I'm here now. Ah, uh-uh. Must everybody hear what you're saying? Do you understand? He will feel disrespected. And I already felt disrespected because he didn't, he didn't follow what I said. You know, much more like an instruction, like go to the back. I didn't even ask him, can you please go to the back or anything and all that. So you heard me and you did not even do anything. I've been saying this all over and over, blah, blah, blah. And so I will keep shouting. And if I keep shouting, he will not be happy and he's not going to respond. As a matter of fact, it will harden his heart. The fact that I shouted does not, will not make him open his inner ear. Because outer ears could what? Could hear me. But his mind will not listen to me. And he will not do it. That's the point. He felt disrespected. Then another thing is this. Okay, yes, you can do that. Yes, just say anything to me. Go and stay there and say yes. Anything. Yeah, let's say anything. Okay. He said I should come here, but I don't want to go. So I'm like to say. Pardon? I heard uh, some people do it. How many of you do it? <laughs> I mean, please say it again. Pardon? You say what? <laughs> so I heard him. I'm like, what do you say? Come here. I say, what do you say? Come here. Two things. Either I'm trying to comprehend it, or my mind is not with him. Do you understand? All three are ahead, and I don't want to obey him. So that will cause him to what? Increase the... That's another psychology. And imagine what's going on in my own mind. What's going on in his own mind? Maybe, oh, I didn't hear. His own will be, maybe I didn't hear, or I don't want to answer. Me, I might not, it will be three. I might not be present. And truly, maybe I did not hear. And three... Maybe I do not want to answer for my own part. So it, it is very hard or it's something difficult for you to assume for the other person when it comes to relationship and communication. Don't assume. Make it clear. And instead of shouting, you just say, ah, but I was talking to you the other time. Oh, sorry. My mind wasn't there. Do you understand? 
oh, my mind wasn't, I'm so sorry. Or, oh, I heard you, but you know, I had a lot of things on my mind. You could just really be that open and vulnerable. Hallelujah. Those two of psychology of shouts is many. It's when you come to my class, I will tell you to remain quiet. <laughs> Sometimes people shout because they think that you do not what? Hear them. Not like they want to disrespect you. Do you understand? And for me, that I shouted too, I'm like, I don't even, by the time I'm shouting and he is trying to give me reasons why he did not respond, I might not be listening to her again, uh, to him. And then he is likely to shout. So by the time he's shouting, I'm shouting, responding. No, I didn't hear you. No, you heard me. So both of them, see, that, those words, I didn't hear you heard me. They are not hearing. <laughs> oh. I'm serious. We are both not hearing each other at that time because I'm trying to increase my volume to even hear myself alone. And by the time I'm hearing myself alone, I cannot hear you. So he also is increasing his own volume. He cannot hear me. And so we'll start exchanging words. You're not serious. You're not this. You're not that. You're this. You're that. I've been putting up with you every day. Husband and wife, listen. Those are online. I've been putting up with you every day. You're so used to this. You too, you're used to this. They start throwing words at each other at the top of their voices. And most likely you hear your neighbors. Ah, they've started again. They see all through the fight, they were not hearing or let's say listening to each other. There's a difference between when you hear someone when you are listening. You must be a good listener for a successful relationship. A very good listener. It's one of the qualities you must have as husband or wife, or even as a friend. Because those people that you call them, if you say anytime I call them, they listen to is that isn't it? They listen to you. Ah, is this what you mean? Oh, in fact, before I say it, she understands. Ah, you know, oh, get me, and that's because they listen. You need someone that will listen to you in your relationship, and someone who will listen to you is someone that will value you, that will even value your gender, that will value everything that you have, hallelujah, that you are, rather. Amen. Let's go to First Samuel chapter eighteen verse 1 to 5. So listening and feeling heard is one of the essentials of what? Of a good relationship. Listening and feeling heard. You must feel that you are heard. If you are not, you will shout. Are you there? First Samuel chapter 18 verse 1 to 3. Uh, to 5. Someone should read, please. So media can project this. And it came to pass when okay. he had made an when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own. And Saul, and Saul um, took him that day and would let him go no more. Sorry. Yeah, let's go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Verse I will let him. Okay. let him go no more home to his father's house. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own. And Jonathan stripped himself of a robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments, even David. to his sword. Mm -hmm. 
and to his bow and his griddle. Verse 5. And David went out with twelve and Saul um, sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him out, uh, set, set him over the uh, men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people, and also in the sight of Saul's servants. How many things did he give him? How many? I think that's from verse 3 or so. Or from verse 2. Let's go. From verse 4. And Jonathan took off the rope, number one. You must be able to do what? To cover each other. He took off the what? The rope that was on him. So your friend must be able to cover you. You know, I mentioned about our secret the other time. So even as couples, you must be able to cover up for your husband and your wife. And I've seen, you know, someone just saying, oh, Rara He's talking, she's talking about her husband, though. And you're like, ah. And the Bible said that two will become one. You don't know that you're talking about yourself. If, if it's someone that knows a, a bad relationship, the person will know that you are stupid. For saying, talking to your, about your husband or your wife, like, uh -uh. you are talking to yourself. That's why when men or women, when they beat their spouse, they're like, you are beating yourself. It's a sign of lunacy. You don't understand. You, you should not raise your hand on your spouse, not even in any way. Because to, as a matter of fact, God sees you as one. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and he will cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. He's not even saying one soul. So he sees you as one. So when next you want to report your husband or your wife, remember that it's to God you will go to and say, ah, please help me. With my better ass. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he says, took off the robe that was on him and gave it to who? To David. With his armor. What do you use armor for? Even to his sword to fight. And his what? His bow. And his what again? Everything he needed for protection was given to him by a friend. Do you have these friends in your circle? And I tell you, if you are looking for a spouse, this thing, this criteria must be so. Like I said, show me your friend, and I will show you your your partner. Hallelujah! I'm sure some of us don't even have friends like this. Do we really? For some, we have a friend that will give us the rope. Another one is the one that will give us the arrow. <laughs> it's another friend that gives us the belt. Another one is the one with the armor. So you know that when it comes to when I want to talk about relationship, you know, is this person. When I want to talk about finance, is this person. When I want to talk about uh, health, food, is this person. I'll be real with this person. When, when I want to talk about spiritual, this one was we have spiritual friends. And that is spirit. Ah, she's spirit. She, she is a walking spirit. I, I'll talk about this person. I'll meet this person. 
you have them like that. And say, ah, you have your call. You don't have the call. Amen. <laughs> the call is empty. You must be able to build people like that around you. You need them. I have. I do. We call them friends of destiny. And my husband is everything in that circle. But then we now have friends. Are you with me? That they are friends for both of us. Recently, one of our friends now asked me that I don't even know who I'm close to between you and your husband. I said, is it a competition? I don't understand. You are close to me. I cannot say, okay, I, I will not come around. Does this person tell you this, this is about him? Because he tells me, is it, I don't know, is it a competition? It cannot be. He said, I don't know. I, it doesn't have to. As a matter of fact, we are all friends. In, do you understand? Even with my husband, because my husband is my friend. So, with you, you have friends. So, I don't understand the... That one you are talking about. Don't bring, there are some things you intentionally avoid. You will not even think about it because I, it has never even been a thought. Because you ask my friend, when you come to me, oh, this one, and I will save my... Then When I need, I will call. I will even tell my husband, ah, I told this person about this thing that we were talking about. You don't understand? Because it's something he knows also. Marry your friend. I'm saying it again. No. I know some people are saying, huh? This one that you're saying, marry your friend now. She's, she's dark. I don't want to marry someone that is dark. And now you're saying that. She... <laughs> so I'm still going to talk about physical attraction. <laughs> I'll talk about it. It's one of it. Hallelujah. You must be attracted. Ah, why will people be a friend to somebody you are not attracted to now? Or someone that doesn't have, like you are okay with the person. You should be proud to show your friend. So once you are proud to show your friend to the world, you should be proud to marry that person. Right? Or you have another criteria for pressure, another criteria for life partner. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He gave him these things. He said he took off his robe. He honored him. You can imagine what Jonathan was wearing as a prince. He gave it to who? To David. His robe. It was on him. Not like he went to use the one he has used five years ago in the house that he has. He said, I have this clothes and I can't fit you. I no longer use it. And then he gives, no. Friends will update you. They are not residual, not they are not passing down residual knowledge. They are passing out the update. They are sharing with you. You are updated with them. And that is why how, what husband and wife should do. You know, someone just say, oh, my wife is just a cake, or my husband is just like she's not, she does, she's not wake up. I mean, she's not awake. I mean, she's not woke or something. And I'm like, and she's your wife, she's your husband, or he's your husband. So that means while you are moving, you are not taking her along. You are reading a book. You are not saying, honey, I'll come and see this book. I'm reading. I've gleaned so much. I learned this, 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 this. Or maybe you had one, Rema. You can say, hey, I'm my husband number one congregation. 
He just, on the how can you say, you want to preach this, don't let me hear everything. Because he will tell me. Sometimes you are telling me you are bored. I don't know why you are bored. There is so much to always talk about. Because by the time you are updated, you should be eager to share it, right? With somebody that says you are selfish. So you shouldn't be selfish with what? With your relationship. You must be open. You must be open. So he took off the present, the robe he was wearing. He didn't have to go home and go and look at for one old robe and say, okay, to fit David, you should know I love For me to have given him, he knows that I love him. And then he will share. No. He took off his, the robe that was on him. I told us yesterday about the fact that everything in the Bible, if you see A, A in the Bible, it has meaning. Let's say that was on him. If it's the robe from his house, it will be recorded that way that he took one of the robes in his house. This one said, on him. And what? And gave it to David. Which is armor that he was even using. It could be so vulnerable to protect David. It was practically open. He removed his belt. He removed his sword, right? What if he had thought these days, you know, <laughs> You know, I want to give him my belt. <coughs> my sword. If you just turn immediately and turn, it's me that I know what's inside me. <laughs> what if I don't know if he loves me that much? What if he's even high in my father's position and he's saying that after my father is the one? The guy will just kill me, me that I'm next in throne. <laughs> Do you understand? There could have been a lot of thoughts in the heart of what? Jonathan. But he didn't look at it that way said he removed his sword and what and gave it to him and even his bow everything the sword the bow the arrow the guy did we say let me hold on to this bow take sword or let me oh, let's share it is both uh, let's do 50 50 is both um instrument of war or something let me okay let me just give him bow bow before he did like this to to attack me, I would have shot. So let's do understand. You would have thought of one thing: the way people think these days. Tell me, you must have been a very good Christian. Jonathan must have been a good person. As a matter of fact, a Christian that loves God to have done this. Said, and his soul was knitted. To that of David, and we remember that the Bible says something about said something about David that God gave a testimony about it that is a man after his what his heart. So you can imagine the kind of person Jonathan is. You can't tell me you love God and your best friend is a clubber. Have you? I don't know. Is it correct? Clubber, club. Eh? I don't know. Shall understand? Let's coin it. There are a lot of words that are added to dictionary now. Amen. So you can't tell me that you are not on the same page spiritually. So don't tell me that you have spiritual friends. You have... Uh, the Lord will help you. Influence your secular friends. Bring them to church. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Oh, 
God's marking scripts. Have you prayed that God should show you his marking scripts? We must make this heaven together. Because honestly, we don't know. But what we know that unclean thing will not enter the kingdom. Amen. Okay, so we've mentioned, what are the things we've mentioned today? Okay, hold the microphone. Let's, let's pass it around. Essentials of relationship. Yeah, let's go. Um, vulnerability. Yes. And loyalty. And loyalty. Ah, they will be loyal. Very loyal. Very loyal. I think I will expand more on them. Loyalty. Next week. Yeah. What else? Let's go. He mentioned vulnerability and real. Let's go. Quickly, we are wrapping up. Good communication. What? Good communication. Good communication. That it must be open. Respect um, for one another. Respect for one another. Trust. Trust. No assumption. No assumption. Now, you see that trust here. She didn't notice that trust here. He gave him his bow, his arrow, his sword. He trusted him. Walking through disagreements. Walking through disagreements, you must discuss it. Oh, I'm not happy with what you did. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, what exactly? Remember I talked about listening. Okay, yeah. Liberty. Uh, working on each other's weakness. Working on each other's weaknesses, yes. That's helping each other. Beautiful. What? You must be a good listener. You must be a good listener and you must have the feeling of being heard. It's two things. Because I've seen people who say that ah, they are giving what that they are not receiving what they are giving in into a relationship, so they are fed up, they will leave the relationship. Because unfortunately, you might have a partner who is a good listener, but you are not a good listener. And because you're not a good listener, he or she will not feel heard. So you must be a good listener, and then you must be able to do what to feel heard in that relationship. So that you don't feel like the garbage can. That anything, if he has a trouble, if she has a trouble, she just comes to you. But when it comes to you, when you won't talk, he or she doesn't listen. So you, do you understand? It must be mutual. So there must be a feeling of being heard. You must be able, and if you're not feeling it, you have to tell him or her that, okay, yeah, I listen to you, but sometimes I just want you to listen to me too. I have my issues. Do you understand? It must be balanced. Hallelujah. I've seen people, they are the shoulders that people lean on, but they too need shoulders. To, we all need to lean on. We all need somebody to lean on. Amen. Someone gave Victoria the microphone to do the high pitch. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then he mentioned, yes, um, disagreement. I'm not sure if I really expanded on that. Um, walking through disagreement. You walk it through, you don't attack each other. You attack the issue. And that's what really happens most of the time. Why would you have said that? You know, do, do you understand? No. What exactly is the issue? Do you feel hot? Why do you feel hot? You, be, you should be matured about talking. Regarding your heart or how you feel, okay? Or if you disagree on, concerning an issue, uh, any issue... The Bible says that Amos 3 3, that what? Can two walk together except they agree? There must be an agreement. 
Before my husband and I got married, I never planned that we would have a church. He too didn't plan that we would have a church. So we've seen people that they said they have this agreement before they, they marry, okay, we'll not do this. And when it's coming up that way, like, oh no, we have already said we are not going to do this. And then they don't. I'm like, don't know that life is a journey of flexibility. Remember we mentioned flexibility last week. So when it comes to flexibility, you bring that in and then you're talking about this disagreement. Oh, this issue comes up. What are we going to do? Should we go in or should we go out? Because if you are going in, we are going all in. Right? And all, all we say, we are saying. So you both sit down and walk towards it. Then you agree on it. This is what we will do. And same thing comes with finance. In the area where the husband does not know what the wife earns. Do you understand? Yeah? Or the wife does not even know what the husband earns. And both of you don't know. You start packaging for each other. And by the time you are packaging, you can't package for too long. And then there could be disagreement because there will be an expectation. For my husband to be doing this, I think some money has entered. Maybe nothing has even entered. You are just happy that day. You are just happy for yourself. Yeah, it's my salary. They will not pay it. And because does, she does not even know if you've collected salary, and does, she does come with the list. And when you say you don't have, what do you mean? You're lying. You can't even spend for the house. You can't. Do you understand? You must be on the same page. Then when it comes to this agreement, you both sit down. This is what we are facing. How do we do what? Go about it. You are not attacking each other. Because by the time you are attacking each other, you are insulting each other. And then you are insulting yourself. You know I've said this earlier on. If you beat your wife, you are beating yourself. If you insult your wife, you are insulting yourself. If I saw one video, ah, can we play it if I send it in? Let me just wrap up with that. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, media, can you get it if I send it now? Right? You can play it. Okay. Ah, I think I just remembered that video. I laughed him. Hmm. I really, really laughed. And it's really about what I'm talking now. Okay? I've sent it. You should receive it anytime soon. So at that point in time, you have you have something to talk about. Okay, you have something to 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 resolve. You have a disagreement. You want to. So you are waiting for your husband to say, "Ah, honey, what is wrong with you? You are not a baby. Even if he calls you baby, babe." You are not you are grown, you are grown up, you are married for crying out like is this okay your brother's breast me. No. Say baby, baby, baby. Yeah, yes, it's just a romantic name. It's not a, a, a it's not a sense name. You must be with your senses at that point in time. So babe, what's up? How you doing? Talk to me. Talk to me. Nothing. Is there anything wrong? Nothing. Abby, women, we are here. Nothing. And you see people to, to help you with that kind of thing. You see poster. When a woman tells you nothing, know that everything is wrong. And then you go and put it on your status so that your husband will see it. Or your friend will see it. Or your somebody that is interested in you will see it. We've seen all those gentlemen. And a woman tells you, don't be a baby. So I mean I saw this and kidney on me. 
and then you, do you understand? We begin to put ourselves in a box of abnormality. It's abnormal. You have mouth now. Talk about it. You matured. That's why you're married. When you know you're saved, you should be, still be asking that you should not come, walk, come and walk, walk down the aisle. Don't walk down the aisle. Go and be, be uh -huh. you just need you to pet me. Pet you. Are you a pet? What do you call a pet? I understand the place of romance. I'm still going to teach us that, okay? I know that place of romance, but when it comes to read segment that you need to work on, come on. Mature about and talk about it and don't insult each other. Have you gotten it? Is there any question? You've gotten it? Let me know when you're ready to play. Any question? That's what we are going to play. You will enjoy it. It's, it's not even up to a minute. I'm telling you, but when I saw it, I laughed and laughed. Oh, any question? If you don't have any question, tell me what you've learned so far. Is there any question, really? Okay, sir. Okay. Well, each other abnormality, maybe. You said? A covering of each other. Each other's weaknesses. Weaknesses. Yeah. Uh, there's some. Uh, for my story and this, what we call strength, uh, SWOT analysis. SWOT, uh, yes, strength, yeah. weakness, opportunities, and, and strengths. Uh, but covering up uh, each other, to some extent, will cause trouble in, in the long run because when you cover the bad habits or something bad about the person, or you might not know that he's doing something bad. Or what do you okay. think about it? Okay, that's a threat. It's not a weakness. Let me explain. Um, what I explained about weakness is when he knows that, okay, for example, some guys will just say, I don't know what is wrong with me, that anything on that scale, they cannot handle it. That it is now an addiction or something and all of that. I'm not saying when he goes about committing sexual sin, oh, only you have committed it again. <laughs> you cannot hold yourself, oh, so sorry. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is recovering or helping, okay, to heal that weakness, if we should call it that, is preventing, putting appropriate measures, okay, of not doing it. And I once taught us about questionable talks. Questionable talks usually happen with exes for those that are married. When your ex is trying to connect back with you. Ah, so where are you now? Oh, you're married. Me too, I'm married. You are both married. So you think because you are not married, you are both married, nothing can happen. I, mean, I don't play with that though. Because at some point, you have an ex that, that comes, and then you begin to relieve. Or that ex wants to come and make you relieve the memories you both shared. You know, I told you that you can't forget anything. Want to make you relieve the memories that you both shared. See, most of all these things that we see happening, you know, one, this one, is somebody trying to reawaken what they've had years back. Now they'll try to blackmail them with it. So here, it says, um, the ex comes now, okay? Chat. No, it's, it's a phone. Doesn't even need to. She or he or she doesn't even need to come physically. 
just to check your number up on Facebook or on social media and just, ah, oh, what's up? Hi, oh, long time. Oh, really good to reconnect. How you doing? How is work? I'm fine. I'm fine. You're both fine. I just have to check up on you. Oh, thank you. Communication. See, even if the guy's head is like, I'm my head of horror, you will like him. Once communication comes in, that's why for relationship, communication is key for singles. Are you listening? Even if the guy really hurts you, I think you've gone past it. If he comes back, it's only the good memories you begin to remember if he's talking to you regularly. Or if she's talking to you regularly. It's very hard now for you to remember the hurt because it was the hurt you dealt with when you moved on. You didn't deal with the other good memories you what you shared because they do not sound like threat. But the moment you get married, they are they become threat for you not to relieve them. So he comes back or she comes back out trying to and before you know it, the attention begins to drift. And then you begin to, ah, maybe yeah, it's not that bad. No. Or she, she was not that bad. No, no, she should have married. Do you understand? You begin to compare your own husband with an ex that has gone with, eh? Eh. And he or she, maybe because of the attention you are giving, begins to, okay, I think there's still, there's still chance for me. Then I'll come and dabaru your marriage. And then you, you've lost your senses. You don't, you just be confused. You are talking with an ex on the phone. Oh, talk to you later. And your wife comes in. Oh, your wife comes in. Oh, and you think, oh, yeah. at some point you might even be open. Can you remember? Oh, remember? You know, you once spoke about your past relationships. Okay, to your spouse, and then you talk about it. Oh, do you remember that? You just called me up to say hi. You know, have and really. Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Nothing bad, but if it continues, you must be able to be accountable again. And you and I know that if it continues too much, you cannot be accountable for that kind of thing. But because you're already enjoying it, you'll not be accountable. You get to say that you begin to delete the calls. That stage, bro, be, beware. You know when you see beware of dogs, <laughs> that kind of thing, put it in your head. Beware of exes in your home or else let's be we don't know may I have millions of them before you marry I don't want to assume beware of ex or exes hallelujah <laughs> so at that point in time it's do you understand it's really like that so when it comes to the weakness that he spoke about or it's it's no longer a weakness it's now a threat now how do we work this out it has become an addiction. Oh, you need to see a therapy. Do you understand? And then you place it before God, you pray, and then you have strategy also. That kind of person, for someone that says, oh, anything that's good, you, someone that you have to be calling regularly to check up on. Right? And someone that you need accountability from, oh, what happened today? How did you go? So from there, you'll be able to help and say, oh, next time this is how you should have called me. I should have helped. Do you understand? Or maybe when it's area of sex, oh, maybe you're having issues with your sex life, even in your marriage. Because as soon as I don't expect you to have sex life. Oh. I'm sure you get. <laughs> so you have <laughs> sex life even in your marriage and all of that, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be able to resolve that. So not like you are helping a fire that is burning. You must quench it. So you have 
preventive measures, pray, see a therapist, see a counselor, all right, and have strategies to work it through. Hallelujah. I've seen cases where the spouse had to step in for the other person. Like, oh no, you are disturbing my husband. Do you understand? Oh, you are disturbing my wife. They say it's amicable. Do you understand? You, you don't have to go there and fight and take all the hooligans. Well, no, it's not continue. But you can really handle and help to do what? To fight the threat. Because at that point, it's the what? It is a threat. It's not even a weakness. When I talk about the weakness, is that, oh, this makes me fall. You as a person don't be an influencer of this. Are you with me? Do, we, do you get that, sir? Okay, beautiful. Are we ready? Okay. Is that two seconds? One, two. <laughs> All right. Any other question? Okay, no question. Yeah, okay. Come and show me your friend, so they must know one, they must know one PF. You submit your relationship. Hallelujah. Because by the time we are joining you, me, I cannot come and go and answer to God. And God said, you, What, Abby? What God has joined together, let no man put. Ah. So, I, as a witness of the joining, I must know. I must know, we'll take you through counseling. And if you cannot, it's a, well, am I it's not a journey for all. Maybe you relax. There are certain things that you need to do. Don't rush. Hallelujah. Okay, your question, please. But when you talked about vulnerability, so my question is, for some of us, especially me, mm. vulnerability is not something that I enjoy. I feel it's a lot of work. Okay. To just sit down and start sharing. I'd rather put up a wall. And I've learned to put up a wall and just, okay. no, handle everything on my own and then it's, okay. it's so definitely sort itself out. Mm -hmm. But now we've learned that you have to be vulnerable. So how can I help myself out of dealing with everything by myself? Because I'm just used to it. That's how I respond to things. I just deal with it by myself and then eventually to sort itself out. Yeah, eventually it sorts itself out. Eventually you deal with it. But how do you feel? As a matter, not sometimes you'll be exhausted because it's broadened some. If you really have to share certain things and to just okay, let me keep handling it. How long will you keep handling? Okay, God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be loved. He wants you to feel light. Happiness. You've seen people who are happy. They they jump. <sighs> you know, you just don't know. Ah, something today, and they, they just feel fly. If I, if they had wings, they will fly. But if you have, you have burden, you can't. You will try. You can smile, but right inside, you're not fine. It sorts itself out, but it will be over time. But you deserve all the happiness, all the joy over that time. They usually say that. Um, a problem shared is half soft. Why? Because it's been shared and there is the understanding and the belief that the person you share it with should at least be able to provide a solution. If not all, but something to give you a tip or at least direct it to someone that can provide that solution. What you need is someone you can cry on their shoulder. 
Now, when you put up a wall, you are not going anywhere. Have you ever seen a door in a wall? Do you understand? It's just a strategy to always make you, to weigh you down. There are other ways to rechannel that energy for creativity, for love, for happiness. So I would just say that by the time it's been suggested to you to put up a wall, you have to consciously break that wall and communicate. Because most of the time, the other person is even waiting for you to talk. Maybe. And with time, you will know who to really be vulnerable with. Look at a circle of friends. How many of them usually ask or has ever asked you, out of sincerity and out of love, that how are you doing, really? Do you get it? If I, like you said, most of us, yes. Because over my years of um, pastoring or counseling and all of that, I've seen situations like that. And how do I even go about it? I just say, how are you? Say, your friend, say, oh, really? Say, yes. Say, are you fine? Say, yes. When I was pastoring in school, oh, I just say, are you fine? Say, yes. Are you sure? Say, yes. Really, Chema. Are you really, really fine? But you just start crying. Yeah, okay, this is it. This is it. Do you understand? Because the truth is, we all need someone. Like I said, I have friends too. So if you want to see my tears genuine fall from pain, no, not deep worship tears. You know they are different. <laughs> tears of real pain and all of that. It's my husband. Do you understand? We have we have friends like that too. So I can say, oh, my, my sister or oh, my brother, oh, this is. I don't even really, I don't, I'm looking for a female friend if you have any that you can share. <laughs> I have more of males, really, anyway. That's me. But I share that with them. You need it. Even Jesus wept. Oh, the stress is too much. Jesus wept. He wept so many times. Sometimes with, because of the compassion of the people. And even when he was praying, ah, let this cup pass over me, Baba. Even if this tears will help. It did not help. But he wept. Do you understand? So, trying to form or trying to put up that wall, no, I will settle. Cry it out. Be fine. It's part of emotions. It's a signal. It's, it's, it's information. That does not define you. And that's why some men say, ah, but you're a man, you're crying. Kilo day. Did, they, did they write women equal to crying, equal to weeping? There's only women that weep. Know when her husband decides out. We all have eyes, Abby. Let it drop. <laughs> okay, so they said we are ready. So have I answered your question? Yeah, break it, have a friend, and be happy. You deserve all the happiness. See, you want all the happiness in the world. Is somebody listening? Say, I want all the happiness in the world. Don't tie life to your chest. <laughs> it's too heavy. Honestly, hallelujah. Let's watch our video. Oh, I'm enjoying this. Oh, I feel like we're going home. <laughs> what? And you don't think that your wifey should know when her husband decides to spend the night out? Just because the book starts with A, 
doesn't mean that they mean the same thing or they are the same. So the fact that I'm your wife doesn't mean you have to tell me everything. You are an idiot. Yes, I am. I married you. What an idiot I am. Boys. And you don't think that your wifey should know when her husband decides to spend the night out? Just because the book starts with A doesn't mean that they mean the same thing or they are the same. So the fact that I'm your wife doesn't mean you have to tell me everything. You're a very smart woman. You are an idiot. Yes, I am. I married you. What an idiot I am. Boys. Insult your dear partner. Hmm? I've seen one, in fact, this one live, happened live and direct. The lady said, her husband said, Oriya okwe in Yoruba, like, 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 the husband, he said, my husband jaw dropped, like, like, no response again, like, really. You know, she, he said, you are smart. And her reason was like, you are very, you are an idiot. You are right. I'm an idiot and I married you. So you, you married and you must be an idiot to marry and So the guy, don't, he, he didn't have to call her idiot. Instead of exchanging the words, oh, you are right. Amen. That will not be our home in Jesus' name. We will honor our spouse in the name of Jesus. Right? In Grace Family, we honor our spouse. We honor people in the name of Jesus. I'm sure we get the message, right?